There's always the big nine and big step array. So left and you got the little kid. I'm in the cut. To the left and you got Courtney, back from the dead. Y'all know the vibes. To the left of me is Drew Too Smooth in the building. We're missing a couple of niggas today, but we just gonna thug it out. Um, today's episode is gonna be a lot more different because we're gonna be giving our own personal recap on a presidential debate and the vice presidential debate, and then we just gonna chop it up. Emily's the moderator. We're gonna have a debate type format, and we just gonna chop it up about that. So, Emily, you can start asking the questions or whatever, and we just gonna see where it goes. Okay, so the topic is, um, is Biden really the better candidate for the black community? Question one, during the first presidential debate of 2020, Trump brought up Biden's Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994. Biden later came out with an apology in 2019 about any misunderstandings regarding the bill. Do you truly believe, despite his apology, um, Biden was directly targeting impoverished communities, knowing their typical demographic? Ray, um, you can go first. Um, yeah, um, we've had multiple instances to where Joe Biden has come out and said, uh, um, you know, he didn't really try to target nobody. And then he said, you know, the crime bill worked to a good extent. It had bad stuff come out of it, but it wasn't necessarily good for the most part. And I just say that's cat because him making a crime bill with mandatory minimums and you know giving out more more loans or not not more loans but more money towards federal or state prisons one of them shits him basically giving the incentive for these prisons to go out and then you know really incarcerate more people joe biden is like the head the head fast nigga of mass incarceration help pushing it out help making it really concrete so i think him passing or helping create the 94 crime bill he knew what he was doing he knew where he was trying to get at and he got what he wanted and it's as simple as that that's what I think. Courtney. Alright. My answer is, um, do I think uh he was trying to target black people or impoverished people? No, I don't feel that way. I feel like that's what it did, but that wasn't the intent. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your intent is, it's about what happens. So I don't feel like him giving us an apology should be the basis of people, you know, trying to vote for him. That, oh yeah he did this but he apologized for it shit like that happens all the time people do stuff that they didn't mean to do and they apologize for it that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be held accountable you feel what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i don't feel like that should be the basis of why we're voting for him but yeah that's my answer andrew andrew i feel like he um targeted impoverished communities directly because in impoverished communities that you don't have a lot of people looking up towards anything because they're impoverished and they're not going to get out of poverty anytime soon depending on their state so it's a revolving door that if he can get as many of these people who are um, worthless to the economy like in a sense then he's going to make more money off them from a jail system so when he incarcerated like when he pushed the, the mass incarceration bill uh, I feel like he knew that he wanted to put a lot of blacks in jail. Okay. Um, question number two. So, the bill contributed to and exacerbated the mass incarceration issue in America during the 90s. However, after the bill was passed, the crime rate decreased by 46% from 1994 to 2017. Um, 40 African-American religious leaders and 10 African-American mayors agreed with the legislation despite acknowledging the racial injustice. Their reason being that the bill got crime off the streets and 
no, sorry. The, their reason being that the bill got crime off the streets. Was this necessarily beneficial for black people in terms of neighborhood safety? Do I need to repeat Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had to restate that shit. I okay. I wasn't uh, that was an easy <laughs> question. I wasn't paying attention. Go ahead. So, basically, um, a lot of African-American religious leaders and mayors agreed with the legislation, despite acknowledging the racial injustice. And the reason behind that is that um, the bill got crime off the streets. So, was this necessarily beneficial for black people in terms of neighborhood safety? No. Police genocide was still a thing. Police brutality, police assault was still a thing. We've always tried to focus on the fact that, oh, you know, what about the criminals who are in the streets, da 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 da. But the, the real criminals out here are these cops who really be doing fuck shit to whoever. So, I don't think it was beneficial in regards to neighborhood safety because if they really cared about neighborhood safety, Policing and mass incarceration and incarcerating a whole bunch of people wouldn't be the focus. The fuck is up the community and giving out jobs and shit, giving out better health care. So everybody is in a good state. Nobody has to go out and do no fuck shit. They don't care about your safety. So they put out all these things to really try to control what you have and then put you in jail and make money off of you. It's as simple as that. So I don't think it was beneficial. I think that was the fallacy behind it. But in reality, it wasn't. That's what I think. Courtney? Um, my answer is simple. It's, it's something like, it's logical. If you have less people, it's going to be less conflict. You feel know what I'm saying? So it's going to be less crime. So of course the crime rate is going to go down if there's less people. If you have two people on earth, there's going to be no crime. Yeah, you feel right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So obviously if there's more people in jail in any you know community, there's going to be a, a lessened crime rate. But that doesn't help us. Like That's just putting our people in jail. That's basically putting us back into slavery. That's, that's dumb to me saying that it's for for safety people still get killed just because there's less there's less killings don't mean people not getting killed mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying and it's still police brutality like ray said it's, it's still injustice systematic oppression all that shit it's still there just because you have like just because you have a statistic don't it don't mean it means shit you could put numbers on the graph all day don't mean it's gonna mean shit i could you could take hella people off the street right now do it again take us off the street again it's, of course the crime rate is gonna go down that's just logical yeah it's just numbers andrew andrew sorry just restate it one more time so i know yeah Slow. Um, so basically the the um the bill got a lot of crime off the streets and a lot of african-american figures were they were like backing up the bill and they agreed with it despite the racial injustice, do you think that this was beneficial for black people in terms of neighborhood safety? You said a lot of black Americans, Americans were behind it? Mm-hmm. A lot, like um, mayors and um, religious well, leaders. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, you said uh, religious leaders and mayors, they agree with it, like black mayors and religious leaders. That's because a lot of those people, they go off of statistics and, and graphs and charts. They don't, they don't use their eyes to They're see what, what we see. Nah, I feel like... That's what I'm saying. I, they use the, the statistics. But again, like I said, if you take a, a amount of people out of the community, of course, it's going to be less conflict uh, between those people. So, of course, the crime rate is going to drop. Because you take those people left the community. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. If it's less people, it's going to be less conflict. Conflict is always going to happen. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But if you take away a majority of the people or even a, 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 a minimal amount of people, the, of course, the crime rate is going to drop in mm -hmm. any community. Right, and 
I guess feeding off that what you just said, them pushing the mass incarceration bill, and th- well, those religious right. leaders behind it, like he said, they weren't. I guess probably looking at it through like how many of these people were African American, Black Americans, Black American, whatever. But um, I guess they weren't. They, I'm pretty sure they weren't looking at it as from a, just, uh, a point of view that we look at it now, because no one was doing research on this on this type of. Um, this type of argument before as le- at least uh, as heavily now so I feel like they uh, just wanted to go along and push the bill just because they seen the, the economy booming after when you see a lot of prisoners doing free la- work for free labor okay um, so the third question is um, Biden said that one one in 1,000 black Americans died from COVID, and by the end of the year, if Trump remains in office, it will increase to one in 500. Why do you think this is, and what could a politician like Biden do to prevent more deaths or lower that number? Um, first off, like I said, with the whole, you know, if... The, if the karma was beneficial for black people it's the same thing with the idea of covid i think that people don't realize how deep a lot of these black neighborhoods are in poverty and the lack of actual infrastructure and resources allow these people to be in the in the most susceptible situations to gain covid or to get covid so if we don't have the right kind of funding to our communities our hospitals are fucked up you know we don't really have any kind of protocols to keep us safe and then the resources to keep us safe money wise i think it's gonna keep happening, and we're gonna be on the on, on the bad end of this. At the same time, I think you know, I don't know what 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 not Donald Trump, what Joe Biden can necessarily do, but I think it all comes down to funding and then investing more money in the black communities, black black neighborhoods, and then you know, with the money they could start getting resources and building better infrastructure to help deal with these kinds of situations. But we don't have that right now because nobody cares about black folks. That's why. But that's my answer. Okay, Courtney. Um, I feel like uh, Joe Biden said that about Trump because of what he did. Like, he knew about COVID-19 and he didn't say anything. And if he had said something, like, our numbers would be way lower than what they are. We could have stopped the spread of COVID-19 in the U.S. And I feel like that's why it's as high as it is. But at the end of the day, it's here and it's happening to us because of, like, what Ray said, where majority of us are in poverty and we don't have the resources you know to help ourselves or you know some of our hospitals are really backed up and fucked up and they don't have the proper training to you know know how to deal with certain situations um and what do i feel like he can do to help us uh just put more we need structure you feel what I'm saying? We need to know how to deal with certain situations so that um, when stuff happens like this, like we have we have a plan. Like we know we know what to do, we can we can execute it and we can be good. I feel like a lot of the um, more or less impoverished communities, they had infrastructure and they were told stay in your house, da 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 do this, do that. And that's why um, they're like lower numbers in like the more white countries i would say mm-hmm. and, and even some countries like like tennessee they don't even have to wear masks out there mm. you know what i'm saying yeah you said countries my fault <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But not like, yeah, some places like Tennessee, you don't even have to wear a mask out there. So it's, it's just crazy that like, it's less numbers out there. Mm. And there's more numbers in places like, like New York and New Jersey. You there's more people here. You feel what I'm saying? And less in a, in a confined area. Yeah. And before Andrew says his point, oh, I just oh, want to oh, point oh, out. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hey, my yeah, bad. Yeah. I feel Come like on, Trump. Trump. Uh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Trump, <laughs> I feel yeah, rudely interrupted. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I feel ahead. like Biden needs to give us free medical care because that's the only way that'll solve all of our problems. When you say us, who do you mean? Who do you mean by us? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Moderator Trump. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> by us. I was rudely oh, interrupted. I got a question. Who who is us? I'm t- I, don't, I don't know if y'all would. Excuse y'all me. Talking about, I'm talking about the black community. Okay, you oh, feel man. like Biden should exclusively give black people free health care? Oh wait, wait, wait! Free health care? No, I feel like everybody should get free health care. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm talking about with the impoverished communities, what happens, which happens to be for black people. Uh, sadly, we <laughs> what we the free medical care that because. None of us can already afford it, um, especially when Trump. Then he just take away the um, Obamacare. He got rid of it. He's trying to He's trying to get rid of it. So a lot of us is gonna be have to be paying for insurance out of pocket again. So and we can't afford it already. So if we go to the ER, um, especially a lot of people getting COVID now, we're gonna be forced to die. <laughs> Sadly, right? Nah, that's facts, bro. So I feel like he needs to push for free medical care if he wants to win this vote. Mm. Um, before you come back up with your moderator. No, um, I was gonna say I haven't been doing the open discussions at the end of the questions because oh, I forgot. Yeah. So do you want to have an open discussion? What is that? Yeah. Just an open discussion. Just um, talk about it. A conversation. Yeah. I think, I think when it comes to the idea of, especially COVID. I think we see the legacy of shit like redlining and shit, cause a lot of these black neighborhoods are overpopulated because of redlining. During the 60s and 50s and shit, when they was letting black folks, mainly segregating black folks, using housing segregation, a lot of these communities that we have today, a lot of these neighborhoods are overpopulated because of that. So I think addressing that issue from the start and giving some kind of monetary, like tangible, I don't know, forgiveness type shit to, to black people can help fix a lot of these infrastructure issues, but at the same time, he's not gonna do that. But a lot of these black neighborhoods are overpopulated because of redlining and shit like that. So it's really their fault. They put us here, they put us into in this situation. We didn't choose to be in this situation. So you're saying that the high number of COVID cases is because of um, overpopulation in our community? I think that's, it definitely has an impact, you know, us being overpopulated in these communities. Like you go to certain, certain house tenements and shit and it's about, Three, four niggas, five niggas in one room. Fuck that. Now there's 15 niggas to the head. I don't, don't want to call the niggas out in their bluff. But, you know, my my Spanish compadre, my poppy, you know what I'm saying? We, we in there. Yeah, like it's overpopulated because they don't really get housing anywhere else in these low-key suburban neighborhoods and right. shit like that. They don't really get housing over there. Mm-hmm. So they pack them all in this one little coop spot. And like, all right, y'all going to stay here. Word. And then we going to stay over here on, on, on the good side. So I think redlining and the legacy of redlining definitely has an impact to why these... COVID cases are disproportionately affecting black folks at a higher rate. I think there's a real possibility with that. So, you brought up the um, overpopulation 
But do you think that black people could be more responsible themselves yeah. and wear masks? Of and course. Stuff? Yeah. Every time I say stuff that, you know, like legacy or certain things and certain policies, I don't take away from personal accountability. You know, follow the CDC guidelines and shit like that. Have your mask on six feet apart if you don't know the person, shit like that. Definitely, like, go through those protocols. But, like I said, if you're in a room with 15 niggas or you, you live in a tenement where everybody's packed up, you don't really have the luxury of having six feet. You don't have the luxury of, you know, keeping your, your, your distance and shit like that. You don't get to be in your house and then, you know, not go to work. So, I think a lot of these predicaments are created through these legacies of different policies. But we do have to put into the personal accountability and hold ourselves accountable for different for different things. Does anyone else have any? Nah. Okay. So, um, Biden, on the topic of, like, defunding the police, mm-hmm. Biden said that he was totally opposed to that, and he believes that they need more assistance, like, with, um, he would rather a psychologist or a psychiatrist go with the police to wherever they need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that assistance and more funding would lower police brutality or make the job better itself like decrease the deaths of citizens that they kill i'll tell you this if if the united states of america was to give the taliban 500 million more dollars do you think that would stop terrorism no okay so with that same concept if you're giving people who are literally committing a police genocide more money more resources to get more shit to handle niggas like whatever do you think that them getting more resources and more funding is going to stop them from committing genocide it's the same concept so no it's not gonna it's not gonna help at all it might actually give them a lot more leeway to commit a lot more shit because now they have everything they need to kill your ass on some smooth shit so i don't believe in you know adding or giving these cops more money until they actually deserve it because we've seen that policing doesn't work and prison doesn't work either so those two systems are literally a a, a, a flaw like a, it's, it's, it's fraudulent it's not real you know this shit don't bring no real effects to nothing so i don't think putting more money into that is going to fix anything because the whole system in itself is fucked up and money's not going to change that that's what i think courtney um i see it both ways Cause okay. defunding the police, mm-hmm. like you got to think about it. They're not getting that much money anyways. Mm. A lot of these police officers, they're broke. But we think they got shit cause they got a pension and everything else. But they broke, like you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Police officers make what fifty to sixty racks a year. That's what I'm saying. They don't make a lot of money anyways. So defunding them, I feel like that. Won't... They, well, the, no, well, well, they do have. Um... Hold up, hold up. Let me finish. Let me wait, finish. wait, wait. Save Let that fin- for the open discussion. Let me there. finish. Okay. Yeah, I Trump. Like... Got it from you, Trump. I don't feel like defunding the police <laughs> is gonna give them any inspiration to want to do their job better. You right. feel what I'm saying? I feel like that'll make it make them want to, you know, be a more stricken and like more assholes. You feel what I'm saying? Mad because they get paid less. Shh. That's what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, let him talk, Trump. I don't feel like giving them more money oh is gonna God. help. Anyways, as to what Ray said, you feel what I'm saying? Giving them more money to buy more tools to murder us. You feel what I'm saying? So what I feel needs to be done is I don't want to call it like defunding, but like um, switching like the assets, like where assets go. The police don't need all these fucking weapons and different vehicles and high tech uh, machines um, for certain shit that like they have so much shit that they don't even use. They buy it and then they it fucking sits in the closet and collects dust. Right. And, then, and then now some exciting shit is like, oh. 
gangbanger over there. Let's, let's go bring out the shotties and go get this nigga. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't feel like they need all the equipment that they have. So I feel like they need to stop buying so much equipment and then put all that money into training and to give them an actual like, yeah, like revenue. You feel what I'm saying? Because they don't make that much. So I, I don't want to call it defunding, but let's say like reassertion of the assets. Uh-huh. It needs to switch it around. Like it doesn't need to be so much towards their gear and their facts, vehicles. Facts. It needs to go to training mm. and and to put more money in their pockets. So they have that that um inspiration to wanna to wanna be a police officer and do their job the correct way. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now you can go, Andrew. I was um Senor Trump. <laughs> Senor Bro, I was feeding up what you were about to say. I was gonna say instead of um, defunding them like if Trump if, if Biden was going to put um, money into psychiatrists then really like heavily put it into psychiatrists and multiple like I guess group therapies on how to deal with certain situations and actually have them like go through a full session training as like a psychiatrist would cause you can never stop learning about how people act so I feel like they need to go through a long like immense amount of training on how to actually deal with people and I would take I like I guess just put most of the money into a um, psychological training facility instead of weapons because when you put guns on the wet on the street like period you're putting guns on the street so you really shouldn't have a need for weapons and killing people in the first place you done yeah well I was gonna say um, this is the open discussion. Trump, I was gonna say I really I don't believe in putting any money towards like policing at all. What I think needs to be done is with all the accumulated money from taxpayers from taxpayers dollars and shit. I think um, allocating the money to different community uh, programs is better rather than putting it, rather than putting it in these like policing uh, agencies and shit. Like putting it into homeless shelters and education and really uh, investing and putting more time and money into those different uh, agencies and shit is first off is gonna cut down on crime first off and second off is gonna give people who really want to help people the opportunity to do so you know if, if I'm going to school and I'm really learning about how to be a cop I'm really learning about the procedures and shit that's good but you saying like if niggas talk about oh give them more more resources as in yeah, they get those resources, but they're going to be buying guns and Glocks and bulletproof vests and riot gear when I think all those funds should be going, should be allocated towards community resources. From homeless shelters to education, to housing to hospitals, I think that's where taxpayers' money should really be going, not into the Taliban. That's what I believe. Okay, so I would be in support of that. Mm-hmm. If, if there was enough money to make sure that the police had the, the correct training, they had everything that they need, not what they want. That you like, you don't need a fucking shotgun to go fucking catch somebody on the street, my nigga. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, you don't need a shotgun with a fucking tactical light and a right. fucking hollow, like holographic right. scope or some Call of Duty shit. <laughs> you don't need all that shit. Let's be honest. If there was enough money to get the police the proper training that they need, give them a fair wage, mm-hmm. so they can support themselves and their families. And to have, you know, like an infrastructure so where they are held accountable for what they do. And there was extra money left over from that. Then definitely we should be putting that into into different programs like schools and different stuff. Mm -hmm. But if there's not enough money for for that, then I feel like it needs to go into the police force or whatever's there right now. 
that's what I'm saying. We need to reallocate funds to figure out what what is needed from what is not needed. Mm-hmm. You don't need a damn shotgun. You don't need a Call of Duty gun to go do your job as a, as a police officer. So I, I feel like go ahead. if there's enough money to where that happens and there's a good infrastructure in the police and you know they have everything that they need to do their job properly and there's money left over, then definitely you should put that into different programs like school and stuff like that, after-school programs, the shelters and stuff like that. I'll say this. In L.A., the police budget in L.A. is $1.8 million, billion. $1.8 billion. The COVID relief system in that in that county is not even getting like two-thirds of that, not even a quarter of that. Mm. But the police, just the police department, is getting $1.8 billion in funding. What do you need $1.8 billion in funding for? When it's been proven that you just arresting folks and putting them in prison doesn't even work in the first place. Prison is, 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 a, is a fucked up system. It doesn't work. It's been proven. So what is the point of putting more money into these systems that end people up in prison when the whole system in itself doesn't work? I'm not saying put more money uh, into it. I'm saying keep no, it as I'm it. saying I'm oh. saying them having this kind of money, like I'm saying as of right now, mm-hmm. LA has $1.8 billion in funding just for police. Yeah. And Take away from that. But I'm saying, if like if we if there's enough money to have the best of both worlds, that's what I want to happen. If there's enough money to make sure that there's these systems in place and that they have a fair wage, mm-hmm. so that they they can want to wake up and feel proud about their job and, and get up and go to work and do it well. Well, I and then there's money left over. Definitely, we should put that into these programs that you're talking about. I'd say I'd say it should be the other way around. Putting money into these programs is going to prevent crime in the first place. If there's not if there's just not that much crime at all, mm-hmm. you won't need to be getting all this money to, to the police department. If there's literally like zero, that's that's un, that's unrealistic. But if there's really low crime, the chances of police officers getting all this kind of funding is going to be automatically cut out because they don't need it. Right. So what I'm saying investing in these communities is going to bring the crime rate down. But you giving these cops more 1.8 billion dollars, mm-hmm. you're giving the Taliban 1.8 billion dollars. But you're you're thinking in a like. Nah, that's because. So you want, so you want to cut the problem at its roots, yeah, so that because, it doesn't grow into a weed. Basically. Yeah, because think about this: Sla- s- policing in itself in this country is founded on slave, slavery, and slave wranglers. Mm-hmm. That's the foundation. That's the concrete foundation of the whole system. Yeah. So if the foundation itself is fucked up, how do you expect it to reform and get better when its very roots from policies and laws are based on the fact that it's from slavery, mm-hmm. it's from slave wranglers? So I'm saying, take the money from these Taliban niggas mm-hmm. and put it into the community, so. They're not gonna get the chance to shoot no niggas because niggas is not gonna be uh, putting putting up a, a high chance of committing crime because crime rates are gonna be lower in the first place. But if you're giving them more money to work harder when the system in itself is fucked up and flawed, you're, you're, it's like it's like you're giving them distractions. Yeah, you're getting all this money, but niggas are still gonna commit crime. If niggas aren't committing crime, you're not gonna have a reason to go look for niggas if niggas ain't really doing shit. But I feel you're you're thinking in a more logical sense, like a more rational sense. These people in politics, they're not thinking that way. These people in the office, they're not thinking that way. Yeah. They're not thinking like you. So I'm coming sorry, I'm, I'm coming at it as a way so we can get what we want without having any conflict with them, with them fucking with us and doing what we're doing. We got to go backwards so that, you know, they don't be like, okay, nah, we, we don't want to just cut off the whole thing and start from the bottom. They're not going to be like that. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> I just well, have a Trump tendency of just speaking like Trump. It's yeah, you got, you, got, it's, yeah. you got that Trump syndrome. I just speak Trump Senior syndrome. Trump. That's what I'm gonna label it. Trump syndrome. Senior Trump, calm down. Trump. Andrew. Uh, no, nah, not really. I just, well, so, I feel like instead of um, 
instead of defunding the police, I feel like actually I feel like we should defund the police, especially well at least right now while we're going through Corona through COVID. I feel like billion. I feel like this should be the start of defunding the police and putting this money towards everybody who needs it because if we're funding the police still that means that you're putting these people above the lives of people who's being lost and we're nigga huh i feel like this like to what you're saying the police should have like they should have took this time to go over everything right i feel like they're too busy giving giving out press press releases talking to the public about hey we're sorry we did this instead of going into the like having a meeting and a discussion and saying this is wrong. This is wrong. We right. need to cut this out and put it here so that mm. we can make this better so right. that we're not killing people unnecessarily. But right. they took it as, no, we're doing our job, our job correctly. Da, 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 da. It's this, that, and the third. No, you, 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 you're doing you bad. COVID is like the worst thing that could like happen to a capitalist society. Like everybody, people stop making, see, people can't go into stores and buy things. Or they is a shortage on buying things. So a lot of things, a lot of people's businesses are going out of business because people can't go to those businesses. So I feel like, with that being said, alone, if you're funding the police a lot, 1.8 billion alone in LA, and people out here losing jobs and could barely stay at home anymore, making them more susceptible, more susceptible to getting COVID, then all that money should be going towards a different cause and corona relief because we're all in this together for one and then this should be the 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 turning point into where we put allocate our money towards in the future into those communities right right Mm -hmm. trump fuck you so if um if they were to send like a psychologist or a psychiatrist with the police officer then like how do you think they would help how do you think the psychiatrist would necessarily help like in the field you mean yeah, because he uh, wanted them to uh, I don't feel out. like a psychiatrist would help. I just feel like they need to be trained to not react a certain way to certain situations. Yeah. You know, like, well, you don't need to pull out your gun to deal with certain, like, I think. activities. Hold up. Let me finish. Go ahead. And um, I feel like there needs to be a, a, a system and some laws towards police officers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... I- so, like, so speaking on the Brianna Taylor situation, mm-hmm. they knocked on her door and they didn't say who they were. You feel what I'm saying? And then they tried to kick in the door, I think, and that's when the boyfriend, he shot at them, correct? Mm-hmm. So, if you could, like, me as a citizen, if you come in my home and I have a gun and you don't announce yourself. Legally, legally have a gun. I, I have the right to shoot you, you feel what I'm saying? So you didn't announce yourself as the police. So I feel like there should be a lo- like laws and rules and regulations and a system put in place to hold police accountable. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? There's no laws against police that I know of. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And these police officers are not getting held accountable. Like they didn't announce themselves. So what do you like? What do you expect somebody to do? Ain't nothing more scary than a, a white police officer. Period. They're pretty much untouchable. That's now, the truth. What were you gonna say, Ray? Hmm? You you had something to say, but I I stopped you because you were trying to be like Trump. Did I? Um, this nigga forgot. On the topic of you know training police more and shit, I think the the system is set up in a specific way to train these cops in these ways. So in order for the retraining process to even begin, you would have to really you would have to really just 
break down the whole policing system. And that's never gonna happen. That's why I think, as, as a realist, and largely thinking, taking away money from the Taliban and putting it in group communities and group organizations is better than trying to educate them because it's gonna be a longer process to restructure policing in this country. It's a way longer process rather than just investing in pouring out money, taxpayers' money to be, to be specific, into these um, community organizations and group organizations. That's what I think. Alright, next topic. My head hurts. So, um, this topic, this segment is more about, like, black women. Mm-hmm. Almost um, got me. Y'all almost got me. <laughs> 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 Wait, what was that? That was an Instagram video. <laughs> Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> almost got me. They almost got me. So um, this segment is about black women. And the first question is, um, because of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, 100 million Americans don't have to worry about um, being denied coverage by any insurance company. One goal on Biden's health care plan is to lower the rate of maternal mora- mor- morality, which affects black women significantly more Mm -hmm. um california has a technique that that cuts out the morality rate in half and Mm -hmm. biden wants to make this more nationwide how do you think he should go about this to ensure that the Mm -hmm. morality rates actually lower well that's one thing i will give props for because oh and um why do you think the morality rates are so high um with black women sorry okay um first off morality or mortality mortality Oh shit! You said morality. Morality. Yeah, you're slow. Um, what you said? It, it was mortality. Was mortality. That was the word. Mortality, as in death. What was what was the word supposed to be? Mortality. I, I was mortality. saying. Maternal. I was saying morality. Maternal mortality. Yeah. Maternal mortality. That was that was that was the phrase. Yes. Oh, you said morality the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Should I, I just like repeat the, the question? Yeah. I'm gonna just repeat the question. The morals of the stupid. morality. I mean, what? what? I mean, the maternal. Shut up. Oh my gosh, and I wrote mortality wrote, down. Yeah, Damn. you're slow. That's it's cool. Let's repeat the whole thing. Where you got some editing? Slow. Just keep it in there. Slow, 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 slow. Are slow. you done? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna cut that out too. No, no, so, no. this this new segment is about is about black women. And um, the first question is that because of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, 100 million Americans don't have to worry about being denied coverage by any insurance company. One goal on Biden's health care plan is to lower the rate of maternal mortality, which affects black women significantly more. Um, California, however, has a technique that can cut the mortality rate in half, and Biden wants to make this more nationwide. Why do you think that the mortality rate is so high, and how should Biden go about making that technique more nationwide and ensuring it? Um. Okay. First off, like I was gonna say before, that's something that I could give props to Biden for or Biden's team, regardless of if he's cabinet or not. I think realizing that we have healthcare segregation or healthcare apartheid in in this country when it comes to black people is really relevant because a lot of black people end up dying at the hands of white doctors. So. I think um, the reason for that, especially with black women, maternal mortality rates is because these white women who are oftentimes the the doctors for these pregnant women going into labor and shit, they don't really value their lives like that. Like, honestly, that's if we're being frank, the the lives isn't isn't as valued as if it was a white woman. 
and I think a lot of these European practices, like I, I read an article a couple of weeks ago about how, you know, how we give birth in this day is not how a lot of people used to give birth back then, like black people, Africans. It's way easier now. Well, you could say that based off of surgery and shit, but I've seen an article where the different postures of giving birth from black people to white people now is a lot different. And then there's a lot more pain in that process. And then oftentimes some of these black women, a lot of these black women who end up dying don't get like anesthesia. Whereas if it was white women, they would have gave them that during childbirth and labor. So a lot of these white doctors do not care about black women. So the incentive to give them the best healthcare possible when it comes to these situations is taken away from them just because they're black. So I think that's the reason why we have this mortality rate. And I think I think Joe Biden pointing it out is, is really valuable. But at the same time, like I, I always say this shit, politicians sell dreams, not realities. So I would have to see a concrete plan of how he plans to institute this, because we've seen this before. Politicians say some shit, it's cap, and then they get the four years. So I want to see some actual concrete planning, and then after that, I'd be like, all right, cool, that's valid. But that's valid though, that's valid. Courtney, sorry, I keep forgetting. Great kind of said it all, my nigga. My hair. But nah, yeah, this is a good thing because I feel like um, a lot of impoverished communities they don't have like good hospitals. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, except all if, if you know what I'm saying, if if Biden say he has he has a way Sorry. to you know cut that you know maternal death, I don't want to call it mortality. I want to call it death. That's what it is. People always trying to make some big ass word so they can hide the word, hide the word. death. Oh. Maternal death. If he say he has a way to cut that, then we definitely need to listen to him, and he we need to see him. Like we need to see this through, because like Ray said, a lot of politicians they just say shit to get where they need to get, and then they be like, all right, fuck that shit. Well, we good. <laughs> Ditch the old plan. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not gonna Trump. Go ahead. So yeah, I just feel like we need to see it through. Like what he said, we need to see this shit happen. We need to press him for it. You know what I'm saying? So like, as soon as he get in there, we need to press him for the things that he said he was going to do. And that's that. Andrew, what'd you say? I feel like he needs to start um, getting more programs and money towards uh, impoverished communities. First off, because if, yeah, if you're going to start with helping us, why would not start in the health field, medical, medical field? Mm-hmm. So, like, start with... Um, Making sure we're, um, you know, give us a, a, I would say a all or a mostly black staff uh, in, a, in the hospitals near us mm-hmm. or make more hospitals near us, actually. And um, lower or make the healthcare affordable for those areas. Um, you done? Yeah. I feel like there's certain problems in America that shouldn't be problems in America. Like these should be these problems like in like third world countries that don't have like the things that we have. You feel what I'm saying? Like why? Or, or why, we could relieve. We could relieve. Why are there people that, that like don't have health care? Why are there people that are homeless? You feel what I'm saying? I feel Capitalism. Like, I feel like like America is too money based instead of people based. Because they capitalize. We, we should be we should be focused. Capitalism. We should be focused on helping our people. Like there's so many homes that are unoccupied. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like people make shelters, but. You know what I'm saying? They don't ever just put like a homeless person in a home for free mm. until they can get on their feet. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So I just feel like there's certain problems in our country that shouldn't be problems. There shouldn't be people starving. 
and, but, we, and we throw up food. There's definitely a way to thrive where everybody eats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're too, we're too money-based. We're like, okay, if you're not giving money, then fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it shouldn't be like that. In, in a country that's supposed to be the home of the brave and the land of the free. Cap. You feel what I'm saying? But something so, that I want to point out, not to cut you off, you want to go? I was just going to say, um, is, is it going to tie into like the open discussion? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we're starting our open discussion now, guys. Oh, I started it. Yeah, you started it already. Okay, Courtney but, started the open discussion. What I was going to say was, it's this reminds me of almost the shit that Donald Trump does with contradicting himself. Joe Biden apparently is trying to come out with the plan, like you said, to help cut out maternal mortality rates, or as Courtney calls it, mortality or maternal death. Death. The thing with that is, the the thing with that is, then he goes on and says he's going to provide more funding, whatever police officers need as funding-wise. So my thing is, I feel math, but on the basic concept of math, if you're going to be giving somebody more, something's going to have to get less. So is he really gonna put all the necessary funding into these different uh, agendas and different policies, or is he just trying to get the vote and then really give out all these props to these uh, police officers? So I don't, I don't really know, because Trump does the same thing. Talks about how he wants to help out, you know, black people with health care, but he's trying to cut out the Affordable Health Care Act. It's, it's, a, it's a contradiction type of shit going on. So that's, I don't. That's one thing about Biden that I like. I don't support. I don't feel like you should be giving more money to the police. I yeah. feel like they have enough. I just feel like they're putting it into the wrong assets, so it needs to be reallocated, and then whatever is not used needs to be put somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Programs, right? you know what I'm saying? It's so shady. It's like, like, that's just, you, they shouldn't be getting any more than what they have. Like, um, probably breaking the moderator rules here, but I feel like Biden, like to ensure that people actually learn about different body types and because di- different ethnic groups have different body types. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he should, like, there should be a class in college that if you want to go into the medical field, you are required to take a class in college that will teach you about different bodies and how everyone works. Thanks. Because if you're going to work in the medical field, that's what you're working with. You're not just working with one type of human being. Mm -hmm. And we're all the same, but we're not at the same time. Right. And you need to learn that and, like, actually take that into account. Because not everyone is quote unquote normal or born without any defects or problems yeah. or underlying conditions. No doubt. But that's just my two cents yeah. as a moderator. That's facts. Like like Andrew said, one thing that I do want to see is a lot more black hospitals or black staff. I really want to see that because then if I know somebody who look like me, who care about me, is going to be taking care of me, hey, I take my chances other than somebody else who doesn't really know me or know much about there me. There needs to be more and black. care of me. There needs to be more black everything. Black doctors, black police officers, black, black teachers, black everything. Well, they black, are. I just feel like they don't have the motivation because of, like I said, America is like the money, the money place. Mm-hmm. Like, so people are saying, okay, I'm going to go be a police officer. How much do they pay? Oh, they don't get shit. Damn. I might as well go work here. Fuck the police. You feel what I'm saying? So there needs to be more. There needs to be more incentive to want to be proud of what you do. We need to stop talking down. Like right now is the time to speak out against the police, but we don't need to degrade them and like. Um, how do I say this? What's the word? I don't even know the word, but there should be like a proudness when you say you're a police officer. Or like when your son says he wants to be a police officer, or when your cousin says he wants to be a police officer, we shouldn't be saying, "Oh, fuck twelve, you twelve, fuck you." 
I know a lot of people that they have family members, I call police them officers, and they, and they don't like even speak to them. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel like we need to stop doing that because it's not pushing our people to want to go do that profession and do it the right way. I mean, that's true from a, an emotional standpoint, but logically. If you're gonna be a cop and you know the cops come from slave wranglers and you're a black person, you wanna be in that field, I respect you trying to, you know, emotionally trying to go in and try to change it from the inside, but it's not gonna happen. Because the foundation of itself is slave wrangling and being slave catchers. So until the whole system is changed, they the Taliban. And I'm gonna keep calling them the Taliban. I was gonna say. Right, that's crazy. Like, there was really no um, policing. Well, they had, did they have policing back then? Slave wranglers. Yeah. Before that, like I'm talking about slave days. Let's put ourselves in slave days. When before slave like, days, if something happened. The community like, would do it, right? No, did they have someone to protect? Right. Them? Other there, than not really. ranking? No, I don't think so. Right? They had. It was going. In the community. It was mobs going and, back and, then. Oh, yeah. Mobs and it niggas was, coming yeah. with sticks and stuff. And then at the slave, slave wrangling, slave catchers. So if you know the institution, why are you diving into it? <laughs> Until the the, the, the the groundwork and the framework changes, mm. they're still going to be the Taliban to me. America's yeah. favorite terrorist. That's what I call them. The That's Taliban. The oldest but, terrorist. But let's, let me ask this question. If the framework changes, mm -hmm. but there's the same, still the same people there, what is mm -hmm. that going to change? Well, if the framework changes, the same people are going to be there. Because there's going to be real kind of repercussions for fucking up or for being a fucked up person. That's why the framework is so important. But if you know that, yo, policing comes from uh, slave catching and being slave catchers, oh, I can go in and fuck some niggers up. It's, it's, it's the foundation. But if you know the foundation is built on the idea of helping all people, regardless of skin color, race, all that shit, and you're a racist or you, you have some kind of animosity towards black folks, you're not going to be diving into that because you know it's going to be real repercussions. That's why we have all these laws protecting these cops because it comes from slave wrangling. So... So doesn't that tie into what I said earlier, like that we need to train them better and we need to have a system to where they're held accountable? That's basically what I said. Nigga. That's not, nah, you're saying, I thought you were saying restructuring, not even restructuring, but changing certain things in the police. I'm saying tear the whole police and shit down, tear the whole house down and build it back up. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying try to take this brick out and switch it with this brick. If the foundation of the house is fucked up, take the foundation off, let the house crumble, build a new house. That's what I'm saying. And until then, they're going to be the Taliban, America's favorite terrorists. That's why they get all the protection and all the money. But go ahead. Next question. Oh. You're slow. So, the second question. Um, we, got, we got eight minutes. Go ahead. As part of uh, um, Biden's agenda mm -hmm. for black women, he wants to build onto the Violence Against Women Act. And mm -hmm. he wants to lower the rate of at which black transgender women experience violence and invest in the well-being of young girls mm -hmm. of color that have endured abuse. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that he's selling dreams and candy or is his plan able to be executed considering his past because he was in, he was in the government system for 47 years and did nothing for black people? Well. Like I said, I do give my criticism on the 94 crime bill, but one thing that he did have was the Violence Against Women's, Women's Act in the crime bill, and that was, it had, a good, it had a good vision. But at the same time, when it comes to stuff like violence against women and transgender women, I think it really comes down to the, the psychoanalysis of black people as a group. You know, I think until we're able to unload all that baggage that we have and then realize that the hierarchy we have in our own community, and then stop trying to defame or degrade these individuals who don't conform to us no matter what kind of institutions are set up it's always going to be the same kind of effect happening 
we're always gonna be like, oh no, nah, she's not really a woman or shit like that. So I think it all comes down to the psychoanalysis and the reevaluation of us as a group, realizing that we, we do have a hierarchy of people in our group. And so you're able to realize that and break that down and accept everybody. I don't think any system is gonna change the effects that happens or the, the violence that happens on transgender women and shit. I think it all starts from psychoanalysis and reevaluation of us black folks as a group, and then we can move forward. But until then, those demons that we have against transgender people, gay people, people like that, I think it all comes down to just reanalyzing themselves and psychoanalysis, because it is deep. That's what I think. Courtney? Uh, what I feel is like, mm, that's good and all, like, that he wants to help, like, people, you feel what I'm saying, people in general, but, like, there's certain things he can do to help, like, women who are abused and, and girls who are abused. Like, that, that definitely, he can, like, have some reform in that, like, mm. in helping people course but towards like transgender people and gay people uh i feel like there's nothing really he can like he can lock us people up that's gonna happen but that's going more towards mass incarceration that's gonna lock more people up you feel mm -hmm. what i'm saying so then the statistics are gonna drop and people are gonna say everything is fine again that's just like what happened back in 94 but i feel like back to the race saying we need to change within ourselves you know what i'm saying we need to be able to accept those people into our community even me, like myself, I have a, a hard time, you know, accepting transgender people, you feel what I'm saying? But not the gay people, because, you know, the way I, I grew up, like, I grew up mm -hmm. around gay, a lot of gay people. My, my mom is gay, you feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So not, the, like, gay people, but transgender, I still have a hard time, you know, accepting that into my, like, my, my head, you feel what I'm right. saying? So I feel like we need to, you know, we need to bring that out within ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that a government, like... It's like the saying, you could bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. You feel what I'm saying? You could do all these things to, to try and help, but it's like, we have to get that in our head and and, mm -hmm. and take that within ourselves. You feel what I'm saying? Andrew? Um, appreciate the question again. I just heard, I be hearing everybody's like, what they have to say. And I yeah. Forget the question. Um, so is Biden selling dreams or candy or is his plan able to be executed because he said he wanted to lower the rate at which black transgender women experience violence and he wants to invest in the well-being of um, young girls that endure abuse? Well, I feel like this all stems back to helping us as a whole because when you start from helping us as a whole, then everybody gets the help they need to trickle down the line. So once again, stick with what he was gonna do first, you feel me? Free medical care, then we get, you know, see see um, growth within our medical our medical history and our um, medical community for the black community. Then it's gonna trickle down to, uh, you know, more money funded into those areas. We'll make more money funded into education systems and then so on and so forth. And then within those communities, um, a policing system of some sort, this is America. We're not just gonna get out of not being police. So, Anarchy. Right. <laughs> um, shoot. I'm not one for killing nobody, but, but they have to um you know, it start it starts from the beginning. I feel like the more the more money we invest into the black community, the more money that he invests into the black community, um, the more positive effects we'll see within the community. You done? Yeah. Open discussion. All right. Um, hey. What happened? Open discussion. Okay, guys. We're starting the open discussion. Badass monitor. All right. So, um, 
uh, with the the transgender thing, there's two sides of the spectrum. What two? What What do you mean? Like, cause some people, you know, they treat transgender people like bad, like j- like just out of the the hate in their heart for you know people. Oh, you feel whoa. what I'm saying? Niggas just hate them. They do. Uh, there's people like that in the world. You feel what I'm saying? But then there's the other side of the spectrum where transgender people, you know, they're not completely honest with people, and that might get a reaction out of somebody who, you know, he's not accepting to transgender people as yet, and they trick people, and then they're all, uh, and sometimes they make fun of you after the fact, and I just feel like that's another side of the spectrum. Like they they aggravate people, and there's like, and with anything you do, if you aggravate somebody enough, you're you're gonna get a reaction. You feel what I'm saying? Well, then again, I've heard I heard uh, this one story about this dude who was messing with this transgender lady in um, I think in Chicago, who right. and he didn't know, right? He didn't know. She, and, and then she told him, him and he then told he, him, he he, he uh, told her to meet him in a parking lot, and he came with the with the heat and he emptied okay. the clip on show. Okay, I'll tell you this. I'll make it really simple. Why do you think gay people are closeted half the time? They're scared to come out. Why do you think you're scared to come out? Because everyone is so judgmental. Okay, so based on the fact that everybody is just mental, everybody is criticizing them and demonizing their character 24-7, do you think a transgender person has the confidence to tell you truthfully that they're this when the whole culture, especially black people, especially us, we're the least we're the least accepting people when it comes to people who don't conform to shit. Mm. We accept them the very least and we give them the most hate. So mm. do you think as a logical thinking individual that a transgender person is gonna come up to you and be like I'm transgender when the whole culture is the whole culture is degrading and evaluating them and criticizing them? Of course not. Same shit with same but let me ask you a question. Same shit hold on, I'm not done. Same shit with gay people. They don't come out because the whole world views them in this demonized sense. So it's hard for them to come out. So they put up fronts half the time. They be lying about their sexuality and shit like that because they can't be, they, they can't be truthful to other people because they can't be accepted. Right. You're not accepting them. You're not giving them the environment to be accepted. So until we, so I said before psychoanalysis, until we're able to, to as a group to unpack unpack our baggage and be honest with ourselves, like yo, nah, this ain't good. This ain't good. And we create the environment for them to be honest with us. Mm. We're not gonna have to worry about them lying to us and shit. Because we made the environment easy to accept. Mm. But if you don't have the environment, of course they're going to fucking lie to us. But let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Them lying to us and, try- and tricking like people mm-hmm. into having sex with them without letting them know that they're transgender. Mm-hmm. And then they tell them at a later date, just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to make them want to trust them more like and accept them more? Do I think... Restate the question because I don't want to go off topic. You said that... We don't have the environment to yeah. accept them, correct? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying them tricking people and not letting them know the facts ahead of time mm-hmm. and then letting them make their own decision based off that information. Mm-hmm. How is that going to help us to accept them? Well, it's not. I never said it was, but what I am saying is that's never even going to happen because the environment we create for these people who don't conform to our norms of how society and sexuality should be we create these really hostile, negative environments, so I don't even have the chance to come out or even think about being honest with you. Because the first thing you're scared of, of you know, if I tell him, he probably gonna kill me, or he probably gonna shun me and shit. So we create the environments to where it's really hostile, it's really negative, so I don't even get the chance or the thought process to be like, maybe I should tell him straight up. They don't get the chance to do that. So I'm saying, until you're able to create the environment, us regular, quote unquote, regular niggas, until you're able to create the environment where everybody's accepted, this is going to keep happening and you're going to see a cycle of transgender people being killed and murdered and it being justified because while wow, we create this this uh, hostile environment and this negative environment and we're judgmental and we don't accept until we're able to create the environment where we're accepting and honest it's going to be the same cycle all over again 
that's what I see. That's what I've understood. Um, right. Again, being a bad moderator, but I'm not, I don't want to talk for um, the point of view from a transgender person, mm-hmm. but I really oh, yeah, me neither. Yeah. I, I, I'm not taking your role, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I really doubt that any transgender person would not be transparent with the person that they're involving themselves with sexually because, you know, they changed themselves. So I I would assume that a good human being would be open about it. I don't think a transgender person changes themselves to trick or trap people because at the end of the day, um, they don't do things for other people. They do things because they're mentally like not mentally disturbed but they don't feel right in their body and they change because you know it's mm. it's hurting them so they're not gonna do that just for the only purpose of just tricking people but i do understand your question because there are people that do that i didn't mean to say like but, trick, like they're trying to do it but at the oh. end of the day like when you when you do something like you're tricking people like you're making them believe you're like i wouldn't say something that you're not but like you're not letting them know gender. all the facts. You're not giving yeah, them all that's the information. I'm, that's what these politicians do. They don't give you all the facts. But if that's what I'm saying. Hitting, like, if someone's hitting on you in public, you're not just going to be like, oh, by the way, I'm transgender. And, like, it's not even that. Know. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a great point, too. But what I really am saying is we don't give them the chance to. Because we've created, we've breeded this environment where it's really hostile, it's really negative. Mm-hmm. So there's fear. Same shit with gay folks. Back then, 90s and shit. Nigga, if you went and told yeah, your dad you was, was gay, gay nigga, they'll beat your motherfucking ass. You hear old folks talking about some, I'll beat the gay out of you and shit like that. So we create these really hostile environments so we don't even get the chance to be transparent. Transparency is cut out because the environment is negative, it's hostile, and it's damn near deadly. That's why. And again, I don't want to even take y'all roll or nothing. I'm just giving logical, educated explanations. That's all I'm doing. I'm not taking y'all spot if you think I am. But yeah, that's, that's just what I think. That's what I think. Um, I was going to... Okay. Imagine straight niggas talking about transgender people problems. I didn't know people was. It's a uh, discussion that needs to be had. I didn't yeah, gotta talk about you. everything. I didn't know trans people. It's prevalent in 2020, so we gotta talk about it. Purpose to go trick people. That's the thing. What are you talking about? No. 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 There's. Oh. I mean. No. 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 There's. I mean. There's. There is gay men that um, look like women, but they're no, not, not transgender. That. I thought people were actually going through like um, no. changing their body to go trick people. No. no. They, that costs a lot of money. You have to go to therapy. Like changing. You have to go to ther- okay, changing so your a, sex. There's a process is, to this. Yes. Changing oh, your sex. I feel like people think that you just go in. That shit is not just one, two, no, three. You, you go to therapy. You have to get um, like consultation. You have to pay a lot of fucking money. Like it's not. It's take, not something that's sweet. You gotta take like. Um, like so there's like measures yeah hormone this. like okay. it's there's a it's a very long process and then the surgery itself hurts i really doubt someone would change their penis or vagina just for the fuck of it yeah but so nobody out here you know trick it yeah mm, i'm not no, saying they're purposely doing it but yeah I'm no no it happens no, yeah we, yeah yeah i get what you're saying we get your point i understand your point all i'm saying is the environment is hostile that's why these things happen i saw next um, question last question maybe next question last question we gotta wrap this thing up. What's the last okay. question? Um, so this one is moving on to the Kamala Harris territory. Mm-hmm. We'll answer one question question about that beautiful black old woman. Go ahead. Why she gotta be old? Because she is old. She is okay. Old. Okay. Um, okay. Um, many Americans are not fans of Harris because um, of her past career as a, po- a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. And during her, her career, mm-hmm. um, Black people were 19 times more likely to be um, prosecuted than whites and Hispanics, and this increased the disproportionate incarceration of blacks in California. Mm -hmm. However, 
could her knowledge no yeah could her knowledge in criminal justice and um potential position as vice president help the black community when it comes to the criminal justice or prison reform and Um, and or would her knowledge help or hurt us i think her knowledge one is really valuable because she has been in the criminal justice system and she's been on the, the opposing side of persecuting black people and I think when people hear the, the fact that she was a prosecutor and she was incarcerating a lot more black folks, niggas automatically think, I automatically thought that, you know, she was like a, a fake ass nigga or some shit. But I sat back and I thought about it as homegirl went to Howard and shit. She went to HBCU. She's from a black family and shit like that. But all that aside, if you're working within a system that's founding upon enslaving black folks and putting black folks in prison and shit, how do you really go like against that? That's why the same shit with the police and shit. If the foundation is fucked up, you got to tear the whole house down and build a new house. So I think she was just working within the system and had no other choice with the laws and shit. But at the same time, I've seen her talk about her, her plans for prison reform and shit like that. So I think she's really interested in trying to change that because she has been a prosecutor. But if she's fronting and that's fucked up. But at the same time, I'm seeing her give out detailed information about how she plans on changing the criminal justice system. So I think... Her her knowledge in that in that field is really valuable because it gives it gives us like a an inside source to how it really works, how it fully works, and we can then use that information to try to restructure it. I doubt it's going to be anything massive, but it could it could it could, it could um, create a pathway for more change to happen across the line or, or across the future. But I think her, her knowledge is definitely valuable as long as she's holding uh, holding on to her word and plans on utilize, utilizing this information to help restructure and help reframe the, the the whole concept of you know prison and the prison industrial complex then yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely for that i'm definitely you know backing that up but yeah that's just what i think courtney um i feel like her knowledge um would be beneficial in office you know what i'm saying because she's been in you know the prison um system for a long time but I, like at the end of, like i can't blame like, i can't get mad at somebody for doing their job correctly and well I'm saying it would be a different case if like she locked people up unjustly or like they didn't like like they were innocent mm-hmm. and they came out like a lot of the people she like locked up were innocent but it's like I can't I can't get mad at you for doing your job well mm-hmm. um so yeah that's basically that like not that I don't want to start another we can do that during the open discussion. Nah, because we don't got that much time. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Andrew, do you want me to restate? or? <laughs> nah, I feel like um, I feel like she's geared towards making, like going in the right steps as far as uh, helping the black community because like uh, she went against, like she prosecuted a lot of black people um, during her career. So I feel like since she knows the ends of, of how to go about doing it, she knows how to go about stopping it, uh, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she could probably do that pretty well, being that she, you know, she helped put people in there. So I'm pretty sure she could have a, a good plan or get us in the right direction, at least to start um, taking steps and helping black people in general. Okay. So, do you guys think that um, Biden and Harris would make a good team? Decent, basically. Team. Decent. Better with their, than Trump with their and plans. Pence. Right, better than Trump and Pence. I'd r- rather have uh, a, a, a racist who's trying to help a little bit and a, and a black woman that's trying to, uh, to help 
than two races. But yeah. both the people that's trying to help. It's fucked they up. Have it's fucked up that we have horrible background. It's <laughs> fucked up yeah. that we have races exactly. at all. It's like, but it's know. like, at the but end of the day, you got to take the the the, be, the better of the two evils. You know what it's like? Damn. It's like it's like trying to have somebody like do something for you, or say you have like, I guess I don't know. In a sports term, you have like two um, people who were what what they call those people. Right. They, they were washed, not washed up, but they were bust. You have mm. two bust mm. that try to come back, mm. or you have two scrub, two washed up old heads trying to come back, trying to play each other. Mm. I mean, I I don't really like to talk about stuff like this because it gives me a headache. <laughs> but I, I I just say it's 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 critical thinking because on one end it's how do you want you know how do you want your impression to be served to you. Do you want to know the the full ends of it, or do you want it systemically behind the curtain? And Joe Biden embodies that for me, so I I don't really like the term the, the lesser of two evils, cause yeah, Trump is a bigot and all that, but he's straight up a bigot. With with, that, with Joe Biden, I gotta literally think about what he, what he's planning, what his policies. So I gotta I gotta look and try to like uncut this shit. But with with Donald Trump, it's it's clear and uncut. So for me, it's the same level. It's just. Which one do you want? Some niggas can't handle it straight up. Some niggas want it behind the curtain. That's that's just how I see it. But I don't like to get yeah, into this like conversation because it gives me a headache. We, we can't hold him accountable because he said he was going to do one thing and he's doing another. If that is what he does as a president. With Donald Trump, majority of the time he says he's going to fuck you over and then you can't do anything about it. Because he fucks you over. You're just fucked. But I feel like right. if we have Joe Biden, we'll be able to hold him accountable, especially with Kamala Harris in there. I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a conversation of critical analysis because now I have different pathways in my head and it's giving me a headache. But like I said, just for me, it's just how do you want your oppression served to you? Systemically behind the curtain, we have to really analyze the data and the numbers or do you want it in front of you with the nigga calling you with fucked up shit and being a bigot in front of you? That's just how I see it and that's just how I, I go about it because this shit gives me a headache. So let me ask you a question. Who y'all voting for? I don't that's, think you're allowed yeah, you're to. Not, that's personal information. You can't share that. that. Not on the podcast. Why yeah. not? You can't share that. That's private information, my guy. Confidentiality at its finest. Voting for Joe. I think I've got to go for Joe, too. Honestly, I'm not even voting, but in my head, I'm for Joe. Oh, that's. Edit that out, please. Jesus Christ. Why would you say that? Jesus Christ. I can't, I can't, I can't give them a. Uh, Andrew. Uh, just. <laughs> Uh, stop talking, bro. <laughs> Why'd you say that? Just okay. stop talking. Yeah, we gotta edit that. Bad cover. Okay. <laughs> edit that. Right. Well, that's this episode of Don Talk. I hope y'all like the solid episode. episode. I don't even remember, but I haven't been here in a minute. I'm, I'm so glad to be back. I think it's life hard. is fucking hard. <laughs> well, College is fucking 15? ass. Okay. Um, so it's been episode 15 of the Don Talk. As always, it's the Big Nine and Big Step Array. Make sure that you share, comment, like, subscribe, especially subscribe, all that shit. Share with a friend. Yeah, exactly. To the left of me, you got the little kid. I'm in the cut. To the left of me, you got College Boy Court in the building. To the left of me is. Drew Too Smooth. We out. Share with your friends. Peace.